boys, girls, uncles, aunties, friends of friends, welcome to the BTP, to the Boytown podcast. We said a couple of weeks ago we were going to make Boytown great again, and I'm looking around, and it's pretty great. I am joined, as always, by Papa Bear extraordinaire himself. What are you staring so intently at? I'm just wondering why you're in some kind of, like, I don't know, sitar tutor's spare room. It's, like, a very, um, very <laughs> odd setup you've got. It doesn't look like your regular setup. It looks like you've maybe, like, just, I don't know, gone around to this guy's house to learn the sitar, and it's not really worked out as you planned, and you've ended up in the spare room. You've boarded yourself in, and now you, you can't go anywhere. What's going on? What is with Dude, the decor? All I'll say is things are not sweet in the life of the NBC. I have been <laughs> placed in a storage container, and frankly, I'm raging. <laughs> I mean, no, if, I'm, uh, if you were in, in a storage container, the guy that would be going, would be like... Nah, not the storage container. We'll just close this one up and go on to the next one, even though there'll be a very emaciated man boy cheeky lot in there. All you need to know is I'm chilling and it's all good. You know what okay. I'm saying? Yeah, Big that's good. That is good, uh, mum no, boy. I'm having, a, I'm, having a, I'm having a good time. I'm definitely having a good time. Um, I start filming the TV sh- show tomorrow, so I'm, nice. uh, I'm, I'm a guy's coming. Basically, I'm going to be honest, come clean here. Mm-hmm. There's a freelance plastic surgeon coming around now. He hasn't got his license yet. Okay. But I'm getting a lot of work done before we do the... Nice. And, and where is he starting? Because obviously you'd want the most problematic areas started first. And... Well, it's like it's like that Drake song. It started from the bottom uh, and now he's here. He's basically going from the bottom first. Right, okay. um, right up to the head. I'm, I'm getting head surgery. I, mean, I said, I th- will I be all right for tomorrow? And he said, yeah. So is this surgery that you're having um, perhaps... Some kind of I don't know follow up to a, a, a little traumatic incident that happened to you this week. I don't know if you want to talk about this in your podcast, but but um, <laughs> you were you you were telling me that that a family member mugged you off by comparing you to some what was it past family member or what was the story? You you have a a little podcast called the uh, like mean guy podcast or something? Yes, or like, it's called it's called the yeah. it's not called the anything. She and it's called Sly Guy Podcast. All right. Guy podcast, you've yeah. lived up to your billing because this again is something that was brought up in confidence and between me and you, something <laughs> quite paranoid about. Um, and I don't want the listeners to see the photo in question, but basically, all you need to know is um, someone in my family sent in I won't name them, name and shame mm-hmm. uh, a picture that they found of like old family members from back in the day, yeah. And there's an old black and white photo. Now, first of all, she sends me a photo and she's like, do you think you look like our grandpa here? Mm-hmm. And I was like... As yeah, in yeah. in his in his current form or...? No, 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 no. As in like back in his back in his pomp, and yeah. uh, which is a great phrase, by the way, that I'm going to bring yeah. back. And uh, and I said, yep, yeah, can see that kind of... And she goes, okay, what about also our great uncle? And I was <laughs> like, Flip, maybe I look like him. And then the picture loaded. And I've I completely thought about getting out of if you want to call it showbiz, whatever industry we're in, I was like, if I look like this guy, mm-hmm. I'm done. Because I mean, how would you describe how he looks? Okay, here's the weird thing. It's a photo of him as a child. <laughs> <laughs> how would you describe that? Uh, look, what's the sweet thing is, I will get producer Ben to make this image pop up on the, this, the, this week's video episode. I would say this. 
the worst thing about it is if, if it was <laughs> you that sent me that, I'd be like, oh, he's at me. Yeah. But my cousin genuinely thinks I look like the picture of this guy. And now, is, it, is it one of those ones? Up to be, he probably grew up to be a handsome fellow. I've no doubt about that. There's a lot of handsome people in, on both sides of the family. But, but whenever this was taken, yeah, he, he, he wasn't, he doesn't look like Chris Hemsworth, basically. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. Plus, it's an old Victorian picture and everyone looked really bizarre back then. Yeah, I mean, but you do kind of have similarities. Like, I mean, he does look a bit like you, except maybe there's one feature that's off and that's that his hair is a bit darker than yours, maybe. No, I'm pretty sure my ears are smaller and I'm pretty sure <laughs> there's other things that are not similar and I think it's pretty uh, pretty sly but, if you'd bring this up. But I mean, what a lot of people don't know about you is you have a drawstring in the back of your head that whenever you pull tight, your ears go quite normal, oh, how they look now. And whenever you let it go, they're just like, your, your, what is he, your, your uncle, your brother? What Great uncle. The grunkle. Whenever you are looking like that guy, yeah, your ears just flop, flopping. Like your, did your aunt or your cousin call you like the Dumbo, the human Dumbo? Is that what she no, called you? They called me the human Dumbo. Yeah, yeah. Um, yet. But I think it's, I think it says a lot about me as a guy that I can take such abuse about my looks and I can throw it open to people, and I'm very good about taking it. But just know that I can keep a little jotter up my bum, <laughs> and. <laughs> Close it with and a drawstring. Names, I write down names on it, and yours huh. is on it. And well, how many times is my name on that list? It's probably like you've been a bad boy at school, and you've been sent to do lines. The amount my name is in that wee book, I'm sure. Why, when you were a bad boy in school, did they make you do gear? <laughs> well, because they always thought to me that I, I would use it to calm down. You know, they thought if I took a lot of heavy drugs, it might. They, they're trying to kill me, I think, with hindsight. But can I ask you a serious question? Yeah. Whenever you were a kid, did they think you had any like proper conditions, like being serious? Like, what what did they think you had? I mean, I don't know whether this is something that I developed in my later years, but I mean, as a child, they thought I was I was fucking sexy. I think is what they described me as. That's oh. all. Yeah, like I remember when parents would go to parent teacher consultations, they'd be like, "How's Dave getting on?" And they'd be like, "To be fair, he's not paying attention, but fuck, he's sexy and that wee grey jumper." You know, I, I, I did have dodgy teachers, but I mean, that's what they said about me. You know, you can only be honest, you know, I never lie. I mean, it was, I mean why? And I, I talked about this on a podcast with Mickey today, right? Why? Mickey who? School, Mickey Bartlett. The fuck are you doing on a podcast with Mickey? Sorry, I've been seeing some other guys. No, what, what, what podcast was this with Mickey you were doing? It's the Tea With Me podcast. All right, sweet, because you were, it was Mickey, not Nicky, not on your podcast on Sunday there. As was, well, yeah. So was. okay, so there's me that organises your really nice birthday podcast. You're like, oh, you can be on one episode, but I'm not get you can't really be on two in a row, and you don't want you to go to Patreon one because you kind of can't do two in a row. And then Mickey does two in a row. Well, Mister, if we're going behind the candelabra, uh-huh. yeah, you turned down my request of being on the Patreon show. Oh no, so. that's not true. You misheard it, and you just decided. Otherwise, you said I couldn't be honest said, because I'm you have cool people. It out, which is the most bitch you, ever. You Fuck said me, I need to take a week off and podcast it out. You said you didn't want me coming on because you had some real guests. I'm Nikki, <laughs> and then you did. You're like, I can't have you on, embarrassing. Then I spoke to producer Dan, and he said it would have been better if I was on. 
I hate that you guys know so, each other like genuinely because yeah. producer Dan produces our uh, BBC Sound show now, the Ray of Lockdown. Mm-hmm. And I hate that you, because I always join the Zoom like 30 seconds later than you two. Oh, no, 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 30 like, minutes. Because often we will just chat about soaps, about our days, about how we're getting on about lockdown. And maybe, you know, maybe this is true. Maybe it's a lie, but I never lie. So you can figure it out. Maybe Dan is teaching me how to be the next top DJ. No, and also I hate that your cup is that size. Why is your cup so big? Well, it's not big. It's just, it's not like, it's just literally how close it is to the camera. Have you ever not seen that before? Like compared to my face, it's not normal size. Yeah. Hey man, what's your baseball hat? What's your team? Yeah, man, it's uh, the guys, the Toronto Blue Jays, <laughs> obviously, you know. Um, you know me, I, I'm big baseball guy. Like I'm a big fan of the baseballers. Can we, can I mention... Uh, what you got from my birthday like can i tell that story as in what oh, the, the wee quotes or oh no 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 all right no, 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 no oh, oh yeah yeah you, you, you're allowed to talk about that yeah i'm sure so i was on the phone to papa bear and i was taking the bin i was bringing the bin back from the road because as you know dave and you sympathize greatly with me i have to go and get the bin from about half a mile away from my house because the bin men won't drive in because there's still a bit of a building site and that pains me greatly. Anyway. Can I just and, say I spoke to a few people? Sorry before you go in. And times are changing, my friend. What do you mean? I'm going to get your bins picked up. <laughs> yeah. How are you going to do that? I know, guys and fellas. Not even just guys, fellas. Guys and fellas. Guys and and fellas. let's just say that the money toad's not going to have a full bin for too long. Yes. Love that. Um, that sounds like a paramilitary threat too. I'm going to empty your fucking bin, dickhead. <laughs> but, um, but oh yeah, so I'm on the phone to Dave and then I bring the bin back in and i am still got the Bluetooth headphones connected to him. But I hang up. No, we're talking away. Mm-hmm. And then I start to hear him on a delay. So I'm sitting with my back to the sunroom, just weird flex there that I have a sunroom. <laughs> and... Uh, I'm hearing Papa Bear on a delay and I was like, that's really weird. And I look at my wife and she's looking out the sunroom door and I go, it's not really weird. I can hear Dave back. And she goes, turn around. And I turn around in slow motion and there he was standing in the doorway like a big sexy man bear himself. And he was laden with gifts and a boner. And And which is the better gift? Well, both were gifts technically. (laughs) And, um, and yeah, what a what a guy made a surprise appearance. Obviously, social distance stood in the garden while I sat on my little buffet. And then, um, and you, Aaron Butler me, does mean, not like that nickname. Should I just point out? <laughs> he hates it. Sorry, I was sitting on my Aaron Butler, and uh, who's on all fours. And then, um, <laughs> and then, um, you got me right. You got me a key ring. And it's a heart, but it, there's two sides of it, and it's a I mean, broken heart. Of everything, don't tell that. You know, don't tell that one. But sure, you've already started, so you may as well finish. Okay, Dave got me a key ring, and if we join them both together, they say, best fucking bitches. It's true. So I've got that on my actual keys. I enjoy that. You got me... Um, you got me a DVD that Shane Lynch from Boyzone brought out. Yeah. And it's yeah. like a, would you call it like a lifestyle guide? From yeah. Shane? It's just, I mean, I think whenever you get to a certain point of celebrity or success, it's paramount that you try to share your route 
with up and coming guys. So um, I felt that you would enjoy she what like you you're called Shane, he's called Shane. Like Shane should stick together. So I think that that you should get your your uh, inspiration from Shane Lynch. So I got you a lifestyle DVD, not a book, a DVD um, from Shane Lynch, which I think you may so, be the only one to have it. So would you owe a hundred percent? And would you like it if I read some reviews of it? A hundred percent. Okay. I mean, I'll be honest on Amazon. It has one rating. Oh, wow. What is it out of five? It comes from Sue and it says, I think this DVD is really great. I've lost seven stone as part of my diet. <laughs> Anyone guys who buy this DVD, it really helped me on my diet and losting the weight change my life for the better. So buy it all one, all one sentence. I um, got, um... Definitely, besp- it, it, by the way, it could be definitely described as a bespoke gift. Yeah. And um, here's another review. I love Shane Lynch, but this is dreadful. I couldn't see the point of it at all. It was dull, boring, and about as interesting as watching paint dry. Has to be one of the worst things I've ever I've ever read. I felt so disappointed, so let down. I was waiting for something to happen, and, and it never did. How can such a good-looking man be so boring? Take my advice and bypass this one. You've missed nothing. I mean, that is a very calm review. I think it's yeah. fair to say. Uh, please tell me it doesn't say Shane Todd at the end of that, please. No, Stephen Gately wrote that. Oh. <laughs> Oh, poor Stephen, like, you know, I miss him. Let's not forget this place. (laughs) I mean, I I think a lot of people associate Boyzone with with Ronan's voice, but Stephen's got a very unique voice himself. You do a very good Stephen, and I do a very good Ronan. Yeah. So do you want to do that line, and I'll come in with Ronan? And by the way, can I just say, a different beat by Boyzone yeah. has that African inspiration. Yeah. And it's a 10 out of 10 belter of a tree. It's either 10 out of 10 or a 1 out of 10. Baby, yeah. And I don't know which one. Well, I'm going to say it's a 1 because I don't know that one. But what I do know is no matter what. So I can give you some of that. So you don't know the one that goes, D-A-O, D-A-O. Oh, I do, yeah. But I just don't know the I words enough to sing it. Falling Africa. Yeah, I do. That's actually a great song. Yeah. It's a Belter, and we're both going to listen to it after this. Yeah, we will do. Uh, okay, um, so, so do no matter what. No matter what they tell us, no matter what they do, no matter what they teach us, what we believe is true. If only tears were laughter, if only night was day. Uh, the only thing you need to do for Roman is an Elvis impersonator who's a little bit out of breath. That's yeah. all you need to do. <laughs> I can't deny what I believe. I can't be what I'm not. You know, I know I'm not. <laughs> uh, but you know, you know, it was great. There was uh, there was some lyrics by Boyzone that Ronan got so into his Ronan voice as it carried on, you couldn't even make out what he was saying. You know that one that they, the weird thing is that they made a full song about how people didn't quite understand Mr. Big. You know, as fully about sure that. that. I could make a mistake. Yeah, but when that starts off, it's like he's he's got the hair back to the wee earrings, and he's like, "Didn't I see that? I would make a It's like, what's he saying there? He's just making rolling noises. I have um, another yeah, like line. Whenever... <laughs> see when he, the line's supposed to be, "I was lost, 
and that song he goes, I will know. You're like, what? <laughs> I don't want to know that you're there when I'm near somebody. <laughs> but you know what else is great? Shane and Keith just kind of did this in Boys Home. And that was just, <laughs> and they rocked it. You know, they, they all, they, those two were the guys who, no matter what the style, no matter what the style was, they had it, for, but their style only lasted for like three months. So if you go back and watch old boys' own videos, you're like, what the fuck's he doing with his hair? Why's he got that earring in? Why have they got the chain connected to their nipples and dick? It's weird. Do you know who prob- probably couldn't have been described as bringing a lot to the table in boys' own? <laughs> uh, Mikey. <laughs> Mikey looked like a spud with a goatee. <laughs> yeah, no, Mikey was a sweet guy. I mean, he, I think Mikey maybe like, I know, drove Ronan's kids to school or something and he just yeah, kind of yeah. felt indebted Do to you know? Him. Speaking of boy bands, right? Um, I've got a confession to make on the pod. Oh, no. I bought the sing- I bought two singles. I'm the only guy who bought both singles released by One True Voice. Uh huh. Oh wow! One True Voice boy band. Was that the one? I never give up to somebody new. Oh, yes. I know where my life but could. The other be- one was the one after that. I think <laughs> they only sold three copies, and I was two of them. Was a song <laughs> called, and I at the time remember turning to school friends and saying. This is going to be big. Mm-hmm. And it was One True Voice, and the song was called Shakespeare's Way with Words. Oh, yes. If I had Shakespeare's I like Way with Words. <laughs> yeah. And the next line was, I would write a sonnet if you put your name upon it. Shakespeare's Way with Words. And it goes, and then here's the first line, because they're talking about Shakespeare, so the lyrics yeah. have to be good if you're talking about Shakespeare. Yeah. It goes, in my heart, I am a poet. Don't know how to show it a folly. <laughs> I mean, I think you could have just had maybe C-level GCSE English to maybe form yeah. a decent sentence. You know, I think maybe he doesn't, oh. he doesn't need to go up to Shakespeare standard. He can just have a basic way with words. Can I tell you a really, um, a really funny story about Westlife that involves Louis Walsh, which I think you'll be a big fan of? I mean, you're not like unveiling anything or like canceling him or anything yeah, here, I'll are you? to be honest, uh-huh. Louis doesn't like avocado. Um, no, what it is is this. Boys, uh, Westlife <coughs> were like getting together back in the day, <coughs> like just starting off, as, starting off as a band. Yeah. And um, Louis basically like, loved what they were doing and Louis like huh. guys I love it and he decided that the time was right to take them to Psycho Simon <coughs> um, so Louis like I'm gonna take you to Psycho so he brings Westlife over to London and uh, Simon's sitting there hello darlings you know Simon's sitting there with his fucking trousers up to his chin and uh, <clears throat> and he and actually um, I've been so shocked that you're Louis Wasser I need to drink water here carry on please Cool. Probably, uh, you know, Simon sitting there, just trousers up to his chin. You can just stay a wee bit of t-shirt sleeve and a fag on, and uh, and Louis like Simon, this is Westlife. I think you like them, <clears throat> and um, and Westlife did a wee song for Simon, mm. and then apparently Simon just went, okay, lads, cheers. I'll give I'll give Louis some feedback here after mm. they leave, and he said to Louis like, love them all, <laughs> but um, I don't like the lead singer. I think yeah. you need to replace the lead singer. I think he's crap. Yeah. And Louis like takes the boys back and he's like, Shane, they don't like you. Right. Yeah. And what happened was Louis just arranged another audition with Psycho. And then Simon's sitting there with the trousers on up to the chin, <laughs> sitting there with a fag on in a, in, a, in a hotel room in London, probably Mayfair or something. What they did was 
Louis just told Shane to dye his hair peroxide blonde yeah. and they just went back in sang the same song and Psycho said absolutely love these boys especially <laughs> the lead singer <laughs> I love that from Simon it's just very sassy Simon didn't have a clue Simon's just getting it on with Tanita and having a great time back then how about yeah. whenever Louis brings on acts at like boot camp after, at judges houses mm. and he always like he does like a multi-layered reveal of whether they're going through or not so yeah. he sits them down he looks like he's going to cry and he's like, Dave, I've got bad news. Why are you doing uh, <laughs> the voice of uh, a, a, an, Irish, yeah, an Irish comedian rather than... Dave, uh, <laughs> no, okay. He goes, Dave, I've got bad news. <clears throat> and he goes, oh, no, Louis. He's like, you're not going to be going through to live shows. And the guy's like crying. And Louis will go on International Opposite Day and the guy's like, <laughs> oh, fuck, Louis. And Louis's like, yes, I'll see you in the next round. And the guy's like, brilliant, Louis, cheers. And Louis goes, well, you'll be watching as a spectator. And the guy goes, <laughs> oh, I thought I was through. And Louis goes, you'll be a spectator looking in the mirror at your own journey to number one. And the guy's yeah. like, oh, Louis, thanks so much. And Louis goes, but it won't be this year. And the guy's like, oh, Louis, I thought it was going through. And the guy, Louis goes, it'll be next year and the year after and the year after you're a hit machine. And the guy's like, Louis, thanks. And Louis goes, but you will be stopping your journey with me. Oh, Louis, uh, thanks for the opportunity. I'm joking, you're through. Yay, you're not. Um, I think Louis should just let people know yes or no. Oh, yeah, I mean, I think it, it would take away the drama a little bit. But then Louis would do things like in live shows that would have to be corrected by Simon. Like he would, someone yeah, would come like, in and sing in like the very first <laughs> week and they go, you're in the final. And then he'd be like, no, there's like another eight weeks of this left, Louis. There's no, and he's just like. Yeah, or some, some guy would come on being like, like a new kind of guy. You know Sorry, I mean? like come on, he'd. Like, like a neo, neo singer. Kind of I thought you meant like a neo Nazi. I was like, oh no, please not. <laughs> I thought you meant the guy from the Matrix. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, uh, no, like a neo kind of guy. Like, and I'm so sick of love songs. Like a real, just sexy, straight up guy. Like a young guy, the ladies love him. And Louis, in the first week, Louis would be like, "What do you like to sing?" And the guy would be like, "Oh, I just love R and B. I love soul." And Louis, Louis, in the first week, would have him singing Tony Christie the way yeah, down. Yeah. <laughs> But the worst thing I remember Louis doing that I was watching, I go, oh no, he didn't just say that. There was a guy on a young black singer called, I think it was Paige. And like, he was just like a chubby young black man and he sang really well, great voice, put in a great performance. And Louis says the line to him, he goes, you're like a young Lenny Henry. And everyone's like, what's that going to do with the singing? Like, why have you done? He's just a chubby black man. It's not very nice to do that. And then Simon straight away is just like going, Again, Simon's always, his face is always, because he's just so much, he just looks like a wax version of himself. He's not a sweet looking guy anymore, Si. What about whenever the guy tried to potentially entrap Louis in, I think it was a Dublin, the toilets of a Dublin bar? Do you remember this? Um, I mean, I've heard the story, but then it was a boy George. No, no, it was Louis Walsh. No, but I mean, was it Boy George who tried to entrap no, him? Just, to the some, just some random guy basically tried to like, you know, get it on with Louis in some like bar toilets when they were having a drink so that he could like, I think, sell the story and whatever. And Louis was just like, no, I'm not going through to the cubicle with you. <laughs> and uh, I like that from Louis because the guy wasn't that sweet. Look at Louis, yeah. obviously, like whether he's 
whatever his sexuality is, he obviously mm. likes beautiful people. Yeah, I mean, you got to have a standard, really, above all else, don't you? Like, that's important. If you're Louis Walsh, like, you can't be, you know, lowering that. But, I mean, I like the idea of the guy, him saying, I'm not coming into the cubicle. And then the guy's in the cubicle with the door closed, and he's like, oh, no. And then Louis' head just slides under. But I will for a bit. And then he's like, reaches down to touch him, and Louis just slides out again. And he's like, oh, no, where is he? He's gone. And he goes, I haven't left yet. Over the top of the cubicle, he comes <laughs> There is a human equivalent of you know the like pop but kind of thing. The yeah. thing you, three things that come up and you hit them. Yeah. All. <laughs> um, yum. Uh, <laughs> oh man, our kids were fun back in the day, weren't they? Amusement park. Yeah, I mean it's definitely a, a funny segue there from your good self, um, but I like it. Real fun. Great fun. And but Louis Walsh, what what a character! I would actually love to get Louis on the podcast sometime. I think he'd be a really one hundred good boy town guest. I feel like Louis is the sort of guy who I'm going to ask you about guests in a second. I yeah, feel in like fact, Louis hold is the sort on. Of guy with the balls too much. Yeah, I mean, here, what I'm going to say to you is we have a guest speaking of people coming in to uh, into the podcast. and We haven't set this up beforehand. I just no, let the this know. is a guest that I've uh, arranged for you. Um, he's somebody that's been featured in Boytown before as a. As a recipient of a tweet back. When is he um, coming on? He's in the waiting room and, and he's not the sort of guy that you would want to, to wait around for too long. So I'm just going to bring him in. Is this all right? <laughs> sure. Here we go. This is a, this is the mystery guest segment on Boytown. Here we go. It's the mystery guest segment. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how's it going? Welcome oh, to the podcast. Just, just Michael Conlon, how's for him? Oh, good. Just finished the training session. Just finished sprints up on Mary Peter's trekker. So, you look very fresh. I'm knackered here. I'm busted. I'm busted. Yeah. And I know, I know your podcast will be cracked, but I'm not lying. I'm dying to have a shade here. All right. Okay. Well, I mean, I wouldn't do it right where you are. Yeah, definitely get it first. Although, although I think we would get a lot of views on a clip. <laughs> if you want to shit now in your car on the podcast, that would definitely be enjoyable. Yeah, uh, yeah, Meg, it's good to have you on because we have a surprise guest every week. And Dave has led me up the garden path. Um, he, he hasn't let me know that you were coming on, but uh, it's uh, yeah. it's 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 great to see you. The, the on the podcast, like I'm going to be honest, it, it gets a bit weird. We do talk like quite a lot of shit, and um, so I, I'm struggling to think like what my first question would be because obviously if Dave wasn't here, you and me could talk boxing. We could talk being athletes and and fighters yeah. and stuff. Um. But it is it is it is great to have you. you. Are you training flat out at the minute? I'm I'm back at it, back at it. I'm, my coach is over from England. The minute training training me here, so I've been back now. I haven't stopped training the whole the whole lockdown. And honest, the lockdown has done me the world look good. Um, I'm, I haven't had as much, which is the opposite for most people. Yeah, well, I put my hand up there and say I've definitely eaten a lot more this lockdown for sure. Um, and I've been seeing you training, looking at you, going, I would love to be able to be a wee bit more active. And and again, I'll, I'll keep loving the thought of being active. I think that's something that I'll try and, and get a bit more into. But yeah, you're Mick, flat out. Mick, let's not shy away from saying this. You're looking 10 out of 10, my friend. You're looking good. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You're looking 10 out of 10 too, my friend. So um, I'll, I'll throw it back at you. What one? What, what would you give me out of ten? Just while we're while we're on a four, but at the same time, make, <laughs> chat to me about the hair because that's what that's what we kind of do in boy time. We talk about style. We talk about 
guys. Oh, uh. And yes, so this is something I'm sort of thinking of doing. What about we do some sort of video? I don't know. It's just me and you, probably shirts off training uh, or whatever. Well, as long as we can we can keep up the singing because I've loved every lyric you've spat and and just you know let out this these last this whole lockdown. It's it's been unbelievable. You have a voice of an angel and. I don't know how anybody hasn't said you up yet. It's, it's embarrassing. Anytime we do a Spanish singers video, you can be guaranteed two things. One, some guy I write underneath it and go, is this real? And two, it's getting a like from McConlon, 100%. <laughs> and, and I tell you what, sometimes Jamie's getting involved in the action as well. Uh, it's I mean, the best thing ever. I think definitely with a, with a moustache at the minute, with that smile, you could 100% be the third Spanish singer in the next video. So get thinking Absolutely. about ideas. Thinking about ideas. Yeah, I mean, definitely, uh, definitely enjoyable to have the top knot. Something I'm thinking about myself. But um, you've actually been wearing the wee, wee claw hairband for a while there, which yeah, I noticed you've had a hair tonight. I've had a hairband, Mick, and um, I think it's great. Whenever, do you know what it is? It looks so cute at the time, but then see when I take yeah. it off, it's sort of stuck half up, and it doesn't oh. look great. I'll only wear it towards the end of the night. You know what I mean? So that, like, it's feel cute, made the later one of those take ones. One hundred percent. Mick, you're chatting about enjoying oh, the Spanish yeah. singers. What about me and Dave? You know, your next fight, you know, kind of the Spanish guitar start, we rise from the ground and uh <laughs> and <laughs> it's me and Dave as a Spanish singers featuring the wolf tones. It depends on what lyric you're going to sing right there. It depends if it goes ahead. What about, no. what about senor, Senorita Grace? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, Jesus Christ. That would be amazing. That would be well, unbelievable. I mean, listen, it would just continue people talking about the Ringwalk songs. I, I think it'd be a good move. I think it'd be a good move. I mean, I think initially <laughs> when it would, were happening, people would be like, right, what's going to happen here with the Ringwalk? And then... Uh, we come up and they go, oh no, well, he's lost it. He's fully just, his mind's gone. <laughs> I can be on here all day, even one of them ones. Yeah. Yeah. Get into the head of your opponent so much. Because yeah. the whole time you'd be like, what the fuck was that? Did you stop? And you, you, could ditch, you could ditch Ring Girls and we'd just come in and sing lyrics in between rounds. It would be. <laughs> oh, 100%. Mick, as a serious question, do, do you think I would equip myself well in the ring? Because I'm, I'm an athletic kid. Yeah, well. You've got the frame of, of a twelve-year-old boy, and you're what? probably good at the, in the novices, you know. I mean, were you at does... the match at Seaview? <laughs> were, you at, were you at the Seaview no. football match? No, I wasn't there. Were you Did you hear about it? No, I didn't see it. Didn't hear. A, a lot of the boxing guys were there. Uh, Barnsey and a load of the boys. Ram Burnett was playing. It was a charity match. I just thought you might have seen my goal. Um, I, oh, I seen. Ah, I'm sorry. How, how could I forget? I seen that. That was a screamer. Yeah, hundred percent. The screamer. Honestly, but I think David Beckhamish. A bit Beckhamish, but with the left, which isn't my number one foot, but that's not important. Mick, Dave said genuinely, and Dave, don't deny this. Okay. Dave said, I, I, I bet you get loads of people, you know, giving it the big one because you're a boxer. Dave once said, if he had the right amount of training, he would beat Conor McGregor in a fight. And look at his face. <laughs> he genuinely, genuinely said this. He listen. I I, I don't doubt it. He has. The says and, and the weight advantage on McGregor. Um, if he catches him with the right spin heel kick, he could kill. Well, what I was thinking more of, if he got, obviously I'd have to just take a few hits and then land on him and just, I just 
do a few wee things and, and I just have to make them tap. You know, I think I'm probably what three times tap. the guy's weight, so you know, it's Stop possible. Exactly. You know, he would tap before yeah. that, but it would still, you know, get it Mick, locked in. It'd be yeah. like a hug. Mick, let me let me ask you something. Has so whenever we see boxing, you hear so much ring noise. It's and, and being yeah. at live fights, it's a great atmosphere. But have you ever do, do you speak to your opponent? Have you ever like trash talked an opponent during a fight? Or has anybody in, in the ring ever said anything to you really weird? In sparring, I always do. Like I always talk shit to people in spawn, but the you're you're talking about live audiences and being there live in a fight. And if you hear anything, the worst thing I've heard, I boxed in uh, New York on the Lomachenko uh, Linares undercard, and the the guy just kept running away. So it was kind of all cheers at the start, and then it went really quiet. And then from the crowd, I just heard, "Hey, Colin, you're shit." <laughs> 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 just like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> really? <laughs> Some really shade that. It's the best thing that's ever happened in professional boxing whenever Paddy Barnes fought that fella who just fell on to left, carried him around the ring. <laughs> he left in a high. Got disqualified. It was amazing. Oh, was that guy even a boxer? Guy, or was he just a guy? Like, was he just a fella? He said the guy he... just left after. The guy just <laughs> left in his gear. I think it was a, I think it was a plumber. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I'm going plumber. And but I mean that's the sort of that's the kind of guy I could aspire to be, just a guy, just any old guy. It's like can you get in there? You can't just be like the you know, just there. But has that guy Mick. fought or have you heard anything about him since? Because I'm keen to know the follow up of his story. He's doing a po- he's doing a podcast now, it's called Paddy's <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> oh, Mick, would you be up for us doing some sort of training video with you? Like I don't know where you're tra- are you where where are you training at the minute you're training in Belfast? I'm at home at the minute. Um I head away back to London in two weeks. So um, if you are fit enough, um, we should do some some running, some trek. <laughs> Dave? Or sparring. If he's on sparring, listen, I need some punch bags. So if you want to be the guys, be the guys. So my, my footwork is very good. Um, so And I can, buzz, I can buzz around the ring a lot. So I think... I I, I, had Liam, I did a podcast with Liam McCourt a couple of weeks ago and I was like, how long do yeah. you think I would last in a ring fighting you? And she said, she said a, a round, which is pretty good. But like genuinely, if you and I got in the ring, is it, would it be over in seconds? Or if I, if I did run away, would, I, would, it, would it like drag on a bit? Well, it depends how far you can run. Yeah. Fair there. It's a squared circle. So, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I've been watching like videos of, of boxers recently, like hand speed videos, and when, sometimes you can't see their hands move at all. And when I saw that, I went, yeah, I could joke about it, but in reality, I'd probably have my head off in 10 seconds, head about 60 times. So I, it made me a bit scared, for sure. It's the thing, it's like you're trying to hit someone while trying not to get hit yourself, and how much energy that takes is unbelievable, especially when you're not used to boxing or a boxer, so to say, that's the hardest part about it, and that's the, the nerve wracking thing, and that's why you kind of will be blown into your arch within 30 seconds. So it's it's that kind of thing of not getting hit, but trying to hit someone is the hardest part of it all. I would love to do white collar boxing, but only if I could pick the fellow that I was fighting. You can, you can definitely do that. That's no, you, you can't you can't pick it. They'll they'll go like, oh, you fight this fella. And he's slightly taller than me and a bit heavier. I want to have my pick of the group and go, oh, 
this five foot four, sixty eight year old man, me and him are going to go at it, and then box. I know? think. Um, I think. Is there any, is there any other comedians or people in the public eye who you would like to fight? Who I would like to. Fight? I'll organize this. Like I can. I can organize this, and we can have a night and do this. And I'll ref it. Dave will ref it. I mean, we've we've talked about doing a comedian's boxing night for charity. <laughs> I would like to see DFA Marty Rogan. Oh, no. Oh, I swear. <laughs> you better believe it. You <laughs> better believe it. On a live po- I mean, oh. definitely if they're making a film of Rogie's life, this guy's <laughs> got the role 100%. Uh, but so on a live podcast, I made oh, Dave no. tweet. You know, we do a thing where I tweet, I've had to tweet you before uh, yeah. years ago. Yeah. You remember? Yeah. Um, I think it was Dave was the one I tweeted, Mick. Was that? <laughs> Him, Ryan Burnett, and someone else, and it was about a, a guy's only car wash. Is that right? Uh, I, I think that could have been one, but also you did um, one where you put a photo of you you up very sexy, and you just wrote, "Oh, Mick Conlon, you're so fine, Mick Conlon, you blow my mind." And <laughs> yes, it didn't was, even was like the song. <laughs> it was just so rare. But it was, it was very. Funny. I wondered, I wondered why the first couple of times I saw Mick after that, just like out and about by chance, I was like, "Why is he giving me a weird look?" And then it was like, because the last time we talked, I was telling him he was so fine um which is fair but uh, i made dave tweet martin rogan uh dave what did i make you do call him out for a fight basically i think you maybe in a long and long and short way i would call him a sissy like a, a phony and a sissy or something and yeah let's just say he didn't like it and you know i i for for like you were threatening to bring him to shows a live like, podcast and like you'll come to this live podcast and for real i was like i i always enjoyed martin rogan i thought he was he was a great guy great for boxing from here and then all of a sudden, he 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 hates me, and he's the kind of guy that you believe that you know would come and just knock shit out of you for for slavering. <laughs> and I was just not not a good way about that at all. One hundred percent. I mean, not. yeah, I would I would happily do comedians boxing. Um, if not, I mean, people before have chatted about me and Connor Burns having a having, oh, a, having a match. That's 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 to go. <laughs> oh, so that's what you're saying about the five foot. High foot four guy who's really small. Do you know what? He's your pick. We can do, do it. You know what? I watch some sometimes I watch Bernie's video when he's in the ring <laughs> sparring and messing about. And genuinely I go, he'd have me. One hundred percent he'd have me. He's so inspiring. Um <laughs> absolutely have you ever seen the videos have you ever seen the videos I've put up of his pretend ring entrances in the gym where he puts the music on and he walks out. I can't believe it. It's the, it's the best videos ever. And then when he does the McGregor walk on oh, the God. camera. I think Burns is the originator of that and he gave it to McGregor. But Mick, uh, let, let, me, let me ask you one final question. What sort of weird DMs do you get? Tell me about, apart from, from me whenever we do Boy Town Live, but... <laughs> Do you get what is there sort of like a weird message that you get a lot? Like when I, when uh, I was chatting to Leah, one thing she said that loads of female fighters get is lads being like, Here, can I get a picture of your feet? So, is there like oh, there's a girl in my gym actually, Shannon, Shannon Courtney, as well. She she used to get people messaging her, saying, Can you send me a pair? Of, can I buy a pair of your used socks? Uh, I don't know why people want to do this. The weirdest thing, not the weirdest thing, the thing I get most regular is this um, kid from, I think he says he's from like one of the South American countries. I don't know which one. He, I can't remember which one exactly. It could be Argentina. And he says, I have no money. I have no teeth. 
um, I need to buy new teeth as my teeth are really bad. Can you send me money for my teeth? <laughs> like, no. But like, he's looking like 5,000 pounds or whatever it is for his teeth. And he sends me this message so much, the same message. Um, I have no teeth and I need new teeth. My teeth are really ugly. And he sent me a picture before. I'll try and get this message and, and send you the picture because the teeth are mangled if it really is. Uh, I don't think it isn't, but you know. Well, if it is, like we could definitely get some sort of GoFundMe going and try to get this guy teeth and yeah, get him on the podcast. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's get him a great smile. Uh, no, you know, you've been our surprise guest. We have another yeah. surprise guest, Dave. Uh-huh. Bring in Mangle Teeth Boy. Here he is. Meg, let's chat about, uh, yeah, let's definitely get a chat in the next couple of weeks about your next ring walk. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking something very sexy. Me and Dave, we've got, we got the Spanish guitars. I, th- I yeah. think it could be really nice. Falls Park or wherever it's going to be. New York, Dave, we're happy to go to New York, right? Yes, no, well, I mean, I can do that for sure. You know, for sure. We would definitely add something a wee bit different. Let's just say something that maybe hasn't been seen before to a ring walk, if you know what I mean. Well, I, I remember, um, I remember uh, what Klitschko walked to the ring once. I'm pretty sure it was Klitschko. And Ronan Keaton yeah. was singing a cover of... Um, the Goo Goo Dolls, Aris. Have I made this up or did this happen? I think you've made this up. Klitschko. I need, I need to see this if it has happened. I'm pretty sure Vladimir Klitschko was walking to the ring for a fight. Unless, I'll, I'll be honest, this could definitely have been a dream that Ronan yeah. Keaton was singing. <laughs> <laughs> Ronan Keaton was singing it? Yeah, it was Ronan Keaton. I mean, All right. I'm Googling this, it didn't happen. Yeah, I Ronan thought you were Keaton. saying Klitschko was singing it as he was coming out. As I said, very far removed <laughs> from his normal character. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, Klitschko's he comes out to Red Hat Chili Peppers. Can't yeah. stop. That's great. That's just give me a second to I mean, prove that I, this happened. I think you're going to be searching this for a while, to be honest, Smith. I think it's <laughs> there's nothing there. Ronan Keaton's singing Ring. If this didn't happen, this is beyond mental because yeah. I've thought this for a long time. <laughs> I mean, why would he have done it, I guess? I mean, you don't know. Exactly. Maybe, maybe he's a big fan of Ukrainian boxing. You just don't know. With Ronan. Yeah, hold on, hold on. I've mugged myself off here. I don't think it happened, right? But whenever I Googled <laughs> it, it said, there's an article that says, Ronan Keaton gets in the ring for steamy calendar shoot as he prepares for his first solo release in years. And then, what? what ring? Oh no! <laughs> oh Jesus! Uh, I was wondering when you mentioned he gets in the steamy ring. I was like, "Whoa, where are we going?" You know, this is going direction. And I've got a photo of it. Um, Klitschko, Aris, fuck this, definitely didn't yeah. happen. Yeah, I mean, no, it doesn't. It's it's definitely one of the most random made up things I've heard yet. <laughs> Boxer, no. no. <laughs> Boxer, ring walk, Aris. I'll definitely come up. Genuinely, the first doesn't... the first thing that comes up whenever I search that is. By the way, yeah, it didn't happen. I've totally made that up. But whenever I uh, search that, the first result is Mick Conlon. Yeah, and and it was, was. Yeah. Wow. Oh, Enjoy. Well, I mean, uh, but yeah, if if Klitschko comes out of retirement, if he comes out of retirement. We'll get Ronan. We'll get, we'll get it. That could be it. That could be the rematch with AJ. Mick, R- Mick walking out of singing. Falls Park. And I don't they love to know me. <laughs> 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 All right, Mick, cheers. Uh, Thanks for coming on. We yes, really no, thank you very much. Yes, yeah, we love you. It. 
And, uh, yeah, keep the hair going. Keep looking fresh. And uh, we'll see you soon for some sort of sparring session. Yes, take yes, care, man. Cheers. Take it easy. See you later. Appreciate it. Bye. Bye. There we are. Dave? <laughs> yeah. Kudos on the mystery guest. You've done yeah. a great job Cheers. there. Do you want to tell uh, <laughs> the listeners why you were kind of like worried about this week's mystery guest? I'm sure we can, we can talk about this because uh, I, I don't think this particular mystery guest will make an appearance, to be fair. Dave hinted to me that <laughs> if, he had a, if he had a mystery guest, it was going to be Boytown Royalty, Mr. Marlin, Boy George's yeah. friend. <laughs> that is so disrespectful to the recording artist. Like, we're going to get this guy and, on. And glamorous singer. Yeah. Um, Marlin. And I was very, very nervous about that because yeah. you were just feeding me a lot of things. And uh, I said to yeah. you so many times during the week, if like if it's uncomfortable, whatever, just just kick him out of the zoo. Yeah. So, but uh, but I mean the the, the background story to that was I um had obviously hosted Chains TV Me podcast a couple of weeks ago now for your birthday, and yep. um <laughs> and I tried to get a few people on board for the podcast as guests. One of them was Mister Marilyn, and he couldn't do it basically and then about four days was after there a your, dialogue was there a back and forth yeah well after your birthday he basically replied to me i was like oh no bubba i've missed it and i was like yeah you have and then he just came back at me he was like well, would you like me to message him or something and i went yeah i think you would really appreciate it so obviously mr marlin then went to be you know basically the fan pleasing hero that he is i went to send Shane a message basically saying you know happy birthday like like a proper uh, artist would do for his fans and then he went in obviously saw Shane's profile came back to me and goes he's not a fan of mine we bugger doesn't even follow me it's <laughs> like oh no because I would have I swore you did you know I thought you were a big fan but I obviously you've, you've just been very sassy and hit the unfollow button for no reason there I'll be honest I, I, I told you I was like that's not true I do follow Mr. Marlin yeah. and then I went on Mr. Marlin's profile and looked, and it, I wasn't following, so I am re-following. Yeah, so um, again, I he, and, and I want Marlon to come um, onto the podcast and have it out with you. You know, I wanted to come on, and I want him to be like, excuse me, mister, why did you hit the big unfollow button? Because he follows you, doesn't he? He does, he does, and now I follow back, and I can only say it was probably an administrative error from somebody in my team. Yeah, no, it's fair. It's fair that you would do that. Who who um, represents you in that regard, or who handles your social social media? Genuinely, and and I know this is a little bit left field, but Alex Maskey. Alex Maskey of of Sinn Féinish. Yep. I mean that is. I mean, does he is he responsible for the content, or do you kind of like feed him stuff, and he kind of or do you? He writes. He writes all my videos, sketches. I mean, see, the thing about that is I don't think it would be appropriate for Alex Maskey in his, in his jaw, line of work to be the face of this comedy. You know, I think it would probably take away from maybe the sincerity and maybe the, the seriousness of the policies and the political work that he does if he was, you know, like, I don't know, talking about setting up a football school and stuff. You know, I think that would take away from it. So um, I think it's really good that you allow him to be the brains effectively what jerry kelly referred to me as not jerry kelly alex maskey's party mate the other jerry kelly off the off the tv referred to me as the brains behind the throne which basically means i am the i am the gift that pushes this podcast and other things we do together so maybe it's basically alex maskey is the 
it's the brains behind the throne. Davey, speaking of uh, silly football summer school type things, I've got a Keith Cruz t-shirt designed. Nice. And who um, are you allowed you to say who did it? Yeah, I do. Give me your opinion on this. It has been designed by none other than Lawrence Smith. I mean, this, this is a very good designer. So, hang on. Yeah, and we need to get we need to get Boy Town merch sorted ASA flipping P. Yeah. So oh wait. Oh right, this is the design. And then it was gonna be another colour, but then it changed my yeah. mind. So I'll send you the design. Oh very nice. I mean can I just show it can I show it the listeners? Yeah, go ahead. You genuinely, you're oh, okay. sorry, sorry, that was the wrong picture. And um, let me see. Uh, oh, I like got a lot. I do like that. That's that's good. Um, I like the both of them actually. The second one's probably my favorite with a number on it. Would you I wear would, it? I would wear that. Also, did you get a wee birthday present similar to that? Yes, Aaron Butler got me uh, a customized baby grow. Not for me. For my... <laughs> For my AFC, for my future child, and um, and it was a Keith Cruz summer soccer school, uh, toddlers baby girl, which was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, no, the only thing is, what happens if your child is like sassy and will only wear Gucci? Um, will you have to just put that in a wee frame or something, or will you? I mean, I think the first thing I'll do is not be surprised. Yeah. Papa, if it's Gucci, it's not being worn. I mean, what's great? I mean, I, I it's odd that I have this here, but um, I have something I used to wear when I was a little boy, um, and it's like this, like nice little little christening dress that I wore when I was a wee boy. Ah, yeah. You know? So I mean, weird. Yeah. definitely weird. Um, I mean, like, listen, it's women who get married put on their wedding dresses from time to time just to feel like special, like on their big day, and sometimes. I just want to feel special, like it's my christening day again, so I fire that on me, and it makes me feel good inside. I've said this to you before, doctors mm-hmm. have said this to you before, you are special. Yeah, I'm special. I'm, actually, there's been several doctors who have all agreed conclusively that I am a special case, is what they refer to me as, yes. so yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. I appreciate should, that. Should we get stuck into listeners' questions? Would you like to? I would love to. I'll do, I'll do Twitter, you do Instagram. Okay, I'll... I did Instagram the week before last. Yeah, well, I did Instagram last week because I hosted it last week. Uh, Arsenal you... are nil each with Man City at the minute. How does that make you feel? I'm sad. Not. I think it says. Hold on, Dave. Put your mm-hmm. phone down a second. Yeah. It's time for RT Real Talk. Yeah. This right now says a lot about our love for this podcast because you and me are football crazy, football mad. Yeah. We'd rather have a game of football with the lads. The Premier League is back, and there yeah. are some FNs, full nerds, that will be like, I don't care. Footballers get paid too much. Shut up. They don't get paid enough. Can you do a Maradona 7? No, we're buzzing the football's back, and Arsenal are playing Man City, two of the biggest teams in the Premier League. And the team that I support. You know, a team I support, team support as well. Yeah. We're not recording. We're not, sorry, we're not watching the football, we're recording no. the podcast. So you I know, need everyone to know that. No, I just want to say that is true, but the sole purpose that we are recording is because 
we could only get Mick Conlon on at this time, and he was a great guest for the podcast. So um, that's kind of the reason. I couldn't tell you that because you were so afraid that Mr. Marlon was coming on to really get at you for being a, a sassy, unfollowing bitch. But uh, were you much more relieved with that guest, would you say? Oh, very much so. Yeah. Very much so. But also there's like a thing of, like I'm a big Mick Conlon fan. I'm a big mm-hmm. MCF, Mick Conlon fan. And, um, you, you know, it's not like a starstruck thing, but there is a mm. like, oh, that's McConnell. Yeah. Know? But what I like about him is he's very sound and very funny as well. He was a great podcast guest to get on there. And very down to earth. The good thing is he's got a bit of, bit of background yeah. knowledge about the pod as well. Yeah. And he knows the Spanish singers video. So, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I think, I think very, it's very, very sound guy. I think it's also nearly time we do another one of those babies because I bought a specific wig to do a Spanish singer and long, basically a curly wig, but longer than one and a half. Well, let's you know. do this. Let's do a Spanish singers of the weekend then. Mm. Right. I'll get we'll on Instagram that. here. Yeah. It sounds sexy. Okay. I'm on the, uh, the social media app. Known social as media. Twitter. Also, Dave, I asked a network if we could get on it, our podcast mm-hmm. and tea with me. And they said, no. Who were they? Can you text me? Um, it was Comedy Central. No, actually? Yeah. Or is it something else, yeah? No, actually. So, the joke will be on them when we are singing McConlon to the ring. Right. Here we go. Uh, so, someone under this, Craig, under this question, has... Um, has had a conversation with someone, but their account is private, so we can't see what he's saying. And there's a full com- combo under it. But Craig says, what's happening? Shaney, Jizzerhands, and Big Papa Spunk. Oh, see wow. the pick of world's strongest man, Mark Henry and May Young, RIP, and thought of you guys. Have you ever been on a trip together and accidentally booked a double room instead of a twin by accident? Um, did we, Dave, get ready for this sentence? <clears throat> did we sleep together in Paris? <laughs> I think there was, were they not two single beds in Paris? Yeah, two, but then we pushed them together. Yeah, true. We did do that. And <laughs> that was back before social distancing was a thing. Have we ever slept in the same bed? Yes. LA? LA. Or no, did I not sleep on the wee poof? You slept on the poofet on the floor. Yeah. Me, I think me and uh, uh, Fosty the Blowman slept in the bed. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um... But would you like? Would you be up for it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think we've gone on plenty of of sojourns together, and I feel like you know there's more in our future. So maybe going forward, we just just get double double beds for each other, you know, rather than singles. And just like we're wasting time, we're saving the environment if we share a bed. I think, in yeah. many respects. So no, I would, I would, I would be keen for that. I would like to yeah. like to snuggle into you, and also for a big shooter, I think you uh, you also like to be the little spin sometimes. Am I wrong? Oh, yes, yeah, sorry, I totally got the wrong end of the stick there when you're talking about Big Shooter because I'm expecting my second child there. I thought you were alluding to something else. No, I wouldn't be up to any of that either. But listen, I feel like I am a big man, but there's a small man inside me plenty of times, you know? Do you, you get that? David, do you, do you mind if I rearrange it a little bit? Because my shorts at the end yeah. of the are very tight. I'm just going to Yeah, you can fix yourself, yeah. 
second. I mean, Sorry, I apologize if that happened. That's no, okay. No, I just mean like for a man of my size, you know, I'm very nimble and very uh, light on my feet. So I feel like, you oh, know, I, I'm up for being a little spoon. You know, a lot of people do call me a little spoon, you know, when I was a child, especially my dad. And then he would proceed to strike me with his fist. But that was, that was my youth. We all have different memories, you know, of good times. Yeah, the dark there. Yeah. Um, yeah, good fun. Do you want to get into Instagram questions? Because, hey, man, yeah. we got one on Twitter. I mean, I'm going to say there's like 47 or something on, on Instagram today. So we'll just ah. try, to, we'll try to fire through them as best we can. Connor McCabry. All right, man. You relax yourself. What are you going to say there? Fucking say fucking lockdown will be over by the time we get to Oh no, Conor McCabry said, "Hi, bum fuckers. I've just seen Arlene Foster sneakily open the pubs on the date of her fiftieth birthday. I mean, that's no. that's kind. No, no. Um, if the money toad and Papa Bear had to make a party, that would what would you call yourselves and what would your mission be? I think we've talked about this like before. That. It's not. It's not her fiftieth birthday. No." And that is very much the internet nowadays, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Arlene herself came out and she's like, hey, players, oh, it's not for another what? couple of weeks. Hey, players. No, I thought you said Arlene came out. I was going to say, whoa, that is really, no. really forward thinking from her. No, Arlfoss basically lit, turned up and said, listen, it's not Arlfoss. my birthday on the 3rd of July. It's my birthday on like the 17th and then we're going to tear shit up. Mm -hmm. What I like about that is that's even more of a power move because she's just like, you know, the pubs are going to be packed out by the first day they open. She's going on the first day they open and then it's a two-week sesh finishing <laughs> with the birthday. So um, I like that from her. But so I mean, I think... If we had a our party... Would... Is, you know what? I've said this before. I would love to have a political party. Uh, well, I wouldn't. If I had to have a political party, we would be called the yes or no party. And when we were asked questions on like a panel show or whatever, or by constituents, we'd either say yes or no. I like that. Oh. Very, very easy. Like, yeah, I mean, the, worst, I... the most cringe thing is politicians. And, you know, you know, a, a, a host is going, so you, are you saying this? And what do you think of this? And they go, yes or no. And they go, well, see, once you start, well, well, yeah. no. Say yes or no. You've been asked a question. You know well, what? we would have to, yes or no. Mm -hmm. You know what I hate yes about politicians, no. apart from some things they do, is the way that like they get spin doctors in to do things. And rather than just talking, they have to do this. I hate that. And they always point like, nobody points like that. It is stupid. I don't think they should do I think people should be like this. Imagine that. Just, just don't have the politicians then and make the yeah. spin doctors the politicians because if they are the ones that decide things then why are they not like why do we need to be paying the salaries of multiple people yeah because that's what they do like that guy dominic coming he um is apparently the brains behind boris so that's why i didn't sack him off because if he did he wouldn't really know what to be doing or saying which i mean i feel like i feel like donald trump's a bit like that and i kind of feel like if you threw your hat into the the China. ring to become a politician you would be very much like that. I feel like you would you'd run the election, you would you get in and then once you're in you'd be like, oh no, what they say yeah. and just just have to like make all these really weird laws. Like you'd make people have to travel only by stream, which would be very uh very difficult a lot of the time. And what what I what I would do is like you know the way Sunday licensing laws in Belfast, like nothing's mm -hmm. open till one PM and stuff like that. I would change that, but then and then everyone would be like, "Oh, that's great." But then I would do some really draconian things, like you know, like is it 
what day is it? The borders are closed Easter Friday or something? Yeah, I think it's Good Friday, yeah. I closed for that whole month. Yeah. <laughs> so I would give, but I'd take away. Basically, you'd look at yeah. this hand, and then with the other hand, it'd slap you in the back of the head. Yeah, like I, I like that sort of rule. You'd open, what I would do would be, I would open shops. So I, I would be obviously, I'd be your spin doctor because obviously the brain's behind the throne. So I'd be, I'd be there basically saying, right, open the shops seven in the morning. But they're not allowed to sell anything until two. So people can be in there browsing, but can't buy anything, not even to get breakfast or cups of tea or scones or anything. Just see, look see at it, say, I'd say this is one of my political things. See if you, if you are, uh, if you say something like racist, yeah, what you have to do is, you know, the scene in Game of Thrones, shame, yeah, shame. You have to do like a walk of shame, but it's called the plug walk of shame. Oh, no. And then um, you basically have to walk the whole way up Royal Avenue. Everyone gets to watch and you have to do it in bare feet. And Dave, the whole ground, you guessed it, is plugs turned up. Oh, right. I thought what you meant by that was that they were going to have to like plug your shows. So like walk up and down with like sandwich boards with just your shows that. on it. I don't you know? want that. No. Yeah. So again, technically you would be shaming somebody and you'd be throwing tomatoes at them, but it would be saying Shane Todd live the waterfront hall in 2027 or whatever. So that would be... I don't, want that, I don't want that association with them, but uh, you know what I would do? I would ha- I would hire mummies and daddies, right? And this would be a rule. So I would have people, and their roles would be either mummy. They don't have to actually be mummy or daddies, but by the law, they'd be classified as mummies and daddies. And if people were bad, instead of like going to prison or being arrested, mummy or daddy would make them sit in naughty steps and smack their bums, basically. And that would be the punishment. I think a big and like bring back bum smacking, but for adults, not for kids. Bumsmackingforadults.com definitely exists. I mean, it is one of my favorites, to be fair. (laughs) Next question, Daniel Houston. I'm going to give him a shout out. We were on his podcast last week. Whitney's son, yes, we were. And um, it was a lot of fun. We went on the Dolecast and uh, and had a great time. Friday night there. Um, And what Daniel wants to know this week? Yes, it's out, the Dolecast. Go check it out. Go check Um, it out. Daniel said, would the boys rather live in underwear or no? <laughs> would the boys rather live underwater or in space? <clears throat> um, here's the thing. The worst thing about living underwater would be eventually when you get out, you're so wrinkly. Gross. <laughs> um, but the weird thing about living up in space is you're going to meet guys like Richard Branson, Elon Musk, like real weird, like w- w- real weird come guys. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think underwater. I, I don't know. You're more familiar with underwater, um, whereas space I haven't been to before. Although I think, right, I think I would get mugged off if I went to space, and I think my long fingers and long limbs would be explained by me being some sort of alien king, and I wouldn't yeah. know about it till I got up there, and then they'd be like, uh, "Leda <clears throat> has returned," and. A bit like you saying about being president, being like, oh shit, yeah. all of a sudden I'd be alien king of the fifth realm of the ninth galaxy of darkness, and I would just be there on the on <laughs> So you'd be a bad like, guy? Yeah, on oh, some no. sort of a luminous throne, and I'd be like, oh no, why do I got myself into Nah, I mean, I would just go under the sea because I would just look like a manatee. You know, I'd put the man in manatee, like, and I'd happily just float around under the sea like a big sea lion. Um, 
let me see. There's so many. I think you maybe need to come in and help me with these questions a bit because there are oh, okay. so many of them. Oh, no. Um, okay, dude, I'm coming in. I'm coming in. I'm coming in. Oh, no. Belfast nastiest mowers are back. Oh, God. They've said, favorite restaurant in Belfast? And any, are any of them lawnmower friendly? Um, favorite restaurant in Belfast? I mean, can I, can I be honest? Yeah. Nando's. Nando's, Nando's. yeah, is a good shout. Do you miss Nando's? Yeah, one thousand percent. And they're not. By the way, Joe, it's funny. Nando's now I think are doing table service because you oh, can wow. do whatever. So it's going to be weird not doing a shift when you get there. Yeah, uh, it's going to be weird. Summer, you know, like I, I'm going to miss but that. Yeah, I can't wait. I love it whenever we break bread around the table and we sit and eat some chicken yeah. and talk shop. You know, I love that. Luther Valentine says, "Happening, Billy Bunder Collective. Loving all the podcasts, but I've got an important question." Why do gym fuckboys and Instabags use the term food prep when all they're doing is making their dinner? I'm just wondering. Also, tell Kieran Bartlett I went to the school with him. Obviously, I'm not the premier Belfast wrestler. I thought I was. That's a bollocks. You, Luther, don't let anybody tell you you're not. Um, a great question. Food prep is very funny. It's something I've never said before. It's not a phrase I like. Food prep. But Davey, you've said food prep before son yeah. don't say you haven't no I have and i mean it is it is what it says it is it is food prep you're preparing food and um, food prep prepping food you know it sounds like a really good rap song that uh mcbeezer would sing but i think that it's important when you're trying to like 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 me lose the fat you need to you need to be prepared otherwise you know listen i'm gonna go for the ginsters and greg's Every time, you know, I'm going to mix the Ginsters with the Greggs and just eat those calories. And basically, this is my, my the, the arteries in my heart. And this is them after I have Ginsters and Greggs, which is not a good response. Oh, like, no. you don't want to end up like that. You know, it's not a good way to be. No. So uh, I need to do the prep. So whenever I'm hungry and go to the fridge, bang it in the microwave and then the stindins for daddy. Your prep, Guardiola. Uh, Jay Rice says, hola, dweebs. Just Tattoo of Us, the TV show hosted by Charlotte from Geordie Shore. Uh, Charlotte, not Charlotte. <laughs> the tattoos, a pair of friends with embarrassing tattoos chosen by the other friend approaches you both to appear in the show. What tattoo do you choose for the other? Look, we can't go over it in detail again, but we had this game before and I lost and Dave chose this, if you're watching the video podcast, which says the Todd father and uh, his daughter Holly's date of birth yeah. inside it. Um, so we've literally played that game and yeah. Dave then said he was going to get a tattoo at the time but then he chickened out of it you know what the thing about that is is why I love that tattoo that you have got is now the time's come where you soon will become an actual father rather than just a Todd father and your child will eventually grow up and ask what, what does that we did mean in your leg and you'll have to go oh well that's you know Holly's date of birth and they'll be child. like why don't you get ours on? And you'll just have to get all your kids tattooed in your leg. No, otherwise you'll look rare. I'm getting a new one. I'm getting oh, yeah, actually? Where are you going to get it? Yeah. Don't know. Probably at the bottom of my back. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'll figure it out. Well, is it going to be something to do, something to do with your chain? Oh. I'm going to get... going to say chain. <laughs> C-H-I-L-E. Do you know uh, the band Creed? Yes. I might, yeah, I might get a tattoo across my whole back of Scott Stapp, the lead singer of Creed, just with, with arms wide open across my lower back. 
and then I might change arms to cheeks just for uh, the banter because it, it'll be close to my bum. If you want to do it, I'll pay for it. Ronaldo says, good morning, Big Papa Pump and the human ATM. Firstly, apologies for the shake question a few weeks ago. Acted quickly and proposed to the girlfriend so she wouldn't leave me out of shame. I don't know if that's if that is true. Congratulations. Lockdown and lockdown, as as she said I. At the same time, obviously honoured to have received official Boytown friend of the show status in the previous pod. Your boy swagged out with the Boytown tea with his head inflated to maximum capacity. But tell me, but tell me this, what's the merch like for friends of the show? Is there some sort of bespoke metal and chain or perhaps a brand of butt sniffer trilby and a meat book? Hashtag niche niche. That's why you're a friend of the show. Great yeah. question. Davey, what, 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 what is happening with merch? What do we need to do? I mean, we, we need to sort of figure that out once we get out of this lockdown again. Um, all, I mean, a great shout that I didn't think about before is a butt sniffer trilby. I mean, they were they were really great. Who is it you were actually talking to about butt sniffer trilbies that were was somebody on the phone? Wasn't it? I call like, <laughs> I mean, you know what I wish? I wish there was like a highlight reel of classic boy town moments. You know, I would love to see some of the ridiculous things we have discussed. Somebody this podcast. put that together. We give you permission to rip our videos from YouTube, the boy town yeah. videos. And also, um, it would just be a great thing. Whoa, my face is really ugly. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to do that, Dave. Presumably, you'll get a, um, uh, like, fly guy t shirt. Yeah, you know there'll be, be there is to me merch. We'll we'll get we'll get Boytown merch sorted. We will get it sorted. Um, Mark says with the increasing popularity of TV shows such as Dairy Girls and Young Offenders, do you think there's room in the market for a similar show about the modern day smicks of East Belfast? And what do you think it'll be about? Um, you're the first person who suggested East Belfast because, I mean, we've even done things, Dave, like the Channel Four thing we did about. Yeah. That said in the West that we filmed in the West. Yeah. And the East is kind of like an untapped smick source, isn't it? Like it's not yeah. really it's not really at the top of popular culture. You know, people think about Air Max and all that kind of thing as being the West, but I mean there's no reason why the East has to be left out. Um I don't know. Yeah. I think something definitely, definitely could be done from Belfast. The idea I mean, of smick culture, I don't know. I like having smick characters and stuff. But they just do a whole. You don't want to do a whole show being like, "Aren't Smicks funny?" Yeah. Because that's that's not a show. But a character who's just old school smicked out would definitely be funny. Yeah, that's true. Um, like in your, not say too much about it. Yeah. You're, you're developing a thing. Yeah. With uh, with one of the top production companies. Yeah. In the UK, and. Um, at this stage, I'm in it, but you'll probably yeah. recast me when you get the yeah, series. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Get like Chris Rock or somebody in it. No, Mackenzie um, Crook, I think, would be the more appropriate replacement to yourself. Uh, like, I think there's a big uh, physical similarity there, but he is a wee bit more sort of draw about him. There's a good Smick character in that. Um, Callie says, any chance of bringing back the phone classics? Lancey Magoo, Perry Comover, Garnet Sunflower. Was Lancey Magoo a character? I mean, he saw, Lancey Magoo sounds like some sort of thing we'd make up. Yeah, uh, yes, we are. We'll bring, I think when we get to do live ones again, tough and we're in the same room, we'll bring those yeah. back. Killian Cahill says, Hello to the boy time massive. It's the villain back at you again after a little hiatus, probably plot and evil, no doubt. Did Did you know that throughout an average male's life, he'll produce over 10.8 litres of semen? That's 19 pints. Your belt or as I like to call it, summer 2002. <laughs> Study leave. My question, 
my question this week is what's your favorite drink that you just can't get enough of mine's a wee bailey's on ice hashtag penis pints um I'll speak for both of us here when I say Summersby Cider. Summersby mm. sponsor the pod. Guys, start tweeting Summersby Cider and say hashtag sponsor Boytown yeah. and tag us in it and make it happen. Yeah. And we will be happily paid in cider. Um, um, <laughs> Dick Clay says, Bondage Chico's with a recent truce drawn on the Mod v. Todd versus Bant- Mod versus Todd Banter War. I need to know whether this is a truce. This is a truce with the entire subculture or only Paul Stafford. Will the battle lines be drawn against such stallions of sideburns as Paul Weller and Bradley Wiggins? Yes. Whenever you speak to staff, you speak to them all um, as he's the, over- the overlord of the mod world. So, uh, mm. yeah. It was going to be Vespers at dawn, but now it's sweet. Yeah. Matthew Money says, this could be the year of the staycation. Where in this lovely isles would you the spend what? each other? The gaycation? Well, we could do a staycation, gaycation. Oh, I thought you said the gaycation. I was like, I've not heard that before, but I'm keen. Um, Dave, you don't know this, but I've pitched to someone. I've asked someone to pitch for me. Us doing videos where we do um, Irish holidays once lockdown's eased. And that's a genuine thing. You don't know about it yet, but if it happens... Yeah, well, once we stop this, we'll talk about it. No, because I'm going to watch the football as soon as we finish No, this. but we're going to talk, talk for five minutes. We're going to talk about it for five minutes. It's half time. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Michael Kerr says, was recently listening to Boyzone. No matter what. That's so weird. Yeah. Genuinely, I hadn't looked at this beforehand. And I couldn't help notice how particularly Boytown the first 10 seconds, how particularly Boytown the first 10 seconds of the song is. This got me thinking, what is the most Boytown song of all time? Davey, you know the Boy George song with Mark Ronson? We really like yeah. it. I don't yeah. want to see you go. I want somebody to love me. Yeah, that's fair. I want somebody to be nice. Uh, check out that song. It's called Somebody to Love Me. Boy, See, the boy I once was in my... The most... I've got actually... I think I do have a Boytown playlist here, which um, I'm sure we'll be able to produce some very sexy tracks on that. Um, Why do you get that up? Said the actress to the Bishop, Brian Thornton. Would you <clears> bang each other if you had to? Uh, I can speak for us both here. Yeah. Even yeah. Have to. You know it what? Could, and- it could be done. You know another song that is a Boytown classic? It's the Pet Shop Boys on social media. When you're on social media. Speaking of social media, we have a question on Instagram <laughs> from Maria Shirzada. Shirzada. Maria Shirzada. I can do my narrator voice for that. We have a question from Maria Shirzada. Hi, boys. Your new show has been released on the sci-fi channel called Spides. It's about a spate of murders in Berlin connected to a new drug. If you could remake any show or movie and replace the characters with spies, which would you choose? For example, Pretty Woman, Usen's working on commission, don't just Big mistake. Big fucking mistake. <laughs> fucking huge amount beam. Um, <laughs> enjoy a lot of sample dialogue and a question. Mm. Yes, great question. <clears throat> um, replacing the characters with Smicks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've got one. <laughs> I, I, before you do yours, I would love yeah. to see Planet of the Apes with Smicks uh-huh. because they wouldn't understand that they're apes and they'd be saying yeah. things like, that fucking dog's talking there. That's a big talk. You're a big talking dog, aren't you, mate? No. Um, I'd enjoyed that and I'd enjoy just going with the wind or the one that, you know, the one that goes, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. You know, yeah. like that going, see, to be honest with you, I couldn't give a friend fuck. <laughs> I just thought of the stupidest one, Jaws. But it's just a smick on the <laughs> tracksuit. Nah, 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 nah. Mirror. Mm, oh, fuck's sake. Do, do, 
And then they just come up with glow sticks. You know how he killed this is how Smick and Jaws would kill the shark. He would get a lighter and a camel links I mean I mean the Smick. I mean the Smick is the shark. Yeah. Oh that'd be one hundred percent. Yeah. The Shrek if the Smick was Richard Dreyfus. He would definitely have a can like African lighter. Yeah. I know what else I would do as well. See to try and get the shark off him, maybe batter it with a wee weed grinder. Fuck <laughs> that. Owen Kelly. If the entrance to Boytown was similar to heaven where St. Peter guards the pearly gates, who's the St. Peter of Boytown? And what are the th- what three questions does he ask? Love the podcast, Chico's keep it up. Um it would be Lawrence Well Bowen. Question one would yeah. be where did you get the outfit? because that's very dependent on whether you get in or not. Question two would be, do you like fabulous things? Because if you don't, you can fuck off. And question three would be, give us a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's a good call. I would have had Mr. Marilyn, because he'd be first question. Be, Why don't you follow me on Twitter? Oh, no. Oh, no, no. Yeah. But there, Mr. Marilyn will come again. Is that us? Yep. C-U-M, that's a lot Guys. of fun. Also, I swear I'm not joking. I can send you a screenshot. My battery's 3%. Yeah, that's okay. Um, but you just don't want to talk to me, but that's fair enough. I'll text you, know, you Um But guys, this has been another fun episode. Again, we're, we're, trying, really we're, fun. we're trying to make Boytown great again. We're trying to get good guests on every week and try to just make it sexy and free. So share the podcast, rate and review it. Tell your friends, yeah, buy some merch, subscribe to Patreon, and we'll do a wee Patreon this weekend too. One of us, I'll probably do it, but it's fine. You will. Yep. Um, so that's that guys and yes right, thanks to Mick Conlon for coming on and having a great time what with a us guy. and yeah and we'll see you next week goodbye